0: It's about to go down. In a minute, let me touch down. I'ma get it. Cause I've I, I been waiting all night.
1: It's game time. It's game time on ESPN Central Texas. Presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram Fiat. Now from the Alan Samuels studios, here's Tom Barfield, Ward Whites and Ryan Fox.
2: Well, good morning and welcome to the uh, Wednesday edition of Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom, Ward, Ryan, ready to go as we kick off a brand new day. It is Wednesday. It's a brand new month. It's February. And we're ready to go. February 1st. Ready to rock and roll and talk sports with you live and local just the way you like it. Your first word in sports here on ESPN Central Texas. Ward, good morning. How are you? Cold. (laughs) Ryan and you?
3: I'm doing well, Tom. How are you?
2: I'm good. I'm good. I'm ready to go. Uh just just ready to rock and roll. I, I will tell you this. Man, I have gone through some firewood. But God, it is so it's so nice. You know, just to lay up on the couch and watch the basketball games and see the fire burning. It's good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, did you spend some did you spend some time at home? I mean No, i I was up here until late yesterday afternoon. Oh man. See, I- I'm talking. I-, I went to the grocery store yesterday afternoon. I bet that was fun. Well, there was no milk, none, zero. Well, yeah. Are you surprised? <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> I mean, yeah, a little bit. I was thinking, you know, that's a sundry milk, item. Milk, bread, yeah. Yeah. probably all gone. So I, w- but I ran into a, some folks and that that I've known for a long time, and just, we were just chatting and. I said, what are you doing? He, he said, I don't really need anything. I was just tired of sitting at the house. So he got out, got a basket, was just walking around, finding things. to, You know, hey, that looks good. You know, let's let's get two of that. And I just, I thought that was kind of funny. But uh, he said, we didn't need anything. We just, I just wanted to get out of the house. Get, had cabin fever. So anyway, uh, glad you're with us. Uh have you
4: found a- anything at all. Well, you it, know, most of The shopping of it- center was completely shut down yesterday. Was it really? Yeah.
2: Most everything was in stock. I mean, we had it. Just that one item, milk. Like no milk,
4: milk and bread. Ice comes down, it goes. So I don't know. Uh, I don't think they delivered yesterday. Maybe been well, part of the problem. That's the norm, though. Grocery stores are when it snows and ice. I know you people might clear well. them out. They you know. do, boy.
2: They jump in I, there. And I don't know
4: why milk and bread are the two items that go first, but they are. Just.
2: <laughs> You know, it's what you do. <laughs> hey, you got bad weather coming. Well, go get some milk and bread. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, uh, yeah, we're glad you're with us this morning. Let's see. We, uh, we're we going to – Big 12 football schedule was released. It's interesting to me. Uh, kind of intriguing to me. Who would have ever thought that when Baylor played Oklahoma last year up in Norman, that was it. They were done. They do not have Oklahoma or Oklahoma State on the schedule. Nope. How about the Red Raiders and Texas playing the final? They 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 get each other on the in the final regular season game. Mhm. And normally you see Baylor and Texas towards the end of the year. That's the first one. It's the first one. So, we'll we'll get into that a little bit later on and and talk about that. We'll talk about the the basketball games, which got me to thinking about a couple of other things. When it comes to the uh, to the basketball games, Josh Neighbors will be here. We'll kind of review some Big Twelve basketball with him around seven thirty this morning, and uh, we'll also we'll also uh, get into the uh, the football schedule with Josh coming up a little later on this morning. A couple of NFL teams have coaches. How does the hiring of Sean Payton in Denver? Does that settle things down? Does that rest? Does it start to rest in Dallas now? The Sean Payton conversations can officially end. He wasn't coming to Dallas anyway. I didn't think so either. But that's all you heard. Well, hire Sean Payton, and then, you know, Sean Payton wasn't coming to Dallas because he wants. They were talking about it this morning. He, when he was in New Orleans, he had control of what music was played during pregame. The type of smoke that they shot off when they introduced the players. He micromanaged the football operation. You think he could have done that in Dallas? No. Not in a million years. So what happening? And so now do you just does does the Mike McCarthy's out of here conversations do they end? No there are those who are still going to want him gone. Mm-hmm. But now what's going to be the name? Who do they want now?
4: Well, I mean if they still want Sean Payton, they can still go get him. Jerry Jones wants something bad enough he can make it happen.
2: But then it's pretty clear that he didn't that they, that wasn't going to happen then. If if that's the the MO in which he works or or Sean Payton decided,
4: "Hey, I'm I'm ready to coach now and this Dallas digs not open now, so I'm going to go ahead and take this." I don't know. I mean there's there's a million things that could have yeah, gone into it.
2: I just think though if those two were on the same page you could have you could have done what you like you said, just take care of business and get it done. Mm-hmm. But they didn't.
4: So, well, and the Cowboys also they weren't going to trade for Sean
2: Payton. Need those those draft picks. Do they ever? So, anyway. All right, so we'll, we'll talk about that and uh and just Whatever else we can get into this morning, as uh, we get uh, what when do pitchers and catchers report? <laughs> I think it's twenty seven days. All this, all this bad weather. Well, let's talk baseball and softball. Uh, all right, uh, and we'll, uh, we'll 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 dive into all of that. You've got the
4: weather: freezing rain before three today, freezing rain possibly mixed with rain after that. High near thirty three. North winds 10 miles per hour with gust up to 25, chance of precipitation 90%. Daytime accumulation, a third of an inch possible. Freezing rain tonight before midnight, then rain or freezing rain after midnight. Lows down around 30. North winds 10 miles per hour, chance of precipitation tonight 90%. New ice accumulation again, a third of an inch again this evening on top of that. Then tomorrow, chance of freezing rain before 9 a.m., then rain showers after that. Cloudy with highs near 39. Get above freezing for the first time tomorrow. Northwest winds 10 to 15 miles per hour, gusting up to 20. Chance of precipitation 50%. Little or no ice is expected to accumulate tomorrow afternoon. So more ice supposedly on the way uh, coming up in just well, from now until three o'clock this afternoon. So we'll see.
2: Did you have any trouble getting here? I did. You did?
4: Yeah. Getting getting up a hill was was not easy. Um, it was pretty iced over.
2: You're talking about in your parking lot.
4: Coming out of the coming out of the yeah, complex, okay. yeah.
5: All right.
2: Uh I because, you know I and
4: and and that's marketplace dry was
2: pretty slick hmm. uh the the streets that i drove on were in terrific condition now hear me now i am not encouraging you to get out
4: no you don't have I, to get out don't because there's there's ice out there yeah but uh they were very I mean, it's 28 degrees for heaven's sake
2: yeah which i got up early this morning thinking okay i'll, I'll check them and then i'm a. Head back and, and we'll do the show from the house because we have those capabilities. But, heck, I got in the car and came right here. Uh, now, they're wet, but I didn't run into any ice, quite frankly, coming here. But, again, let me say this loud and clear. I am not encouraging anybody to go get in the car. Tom said it's not bad. Roads aren't bad. Go ahead. No. We're saying stay home. I mean, schools are shut down again today. Mm-hmm. Things are, you know, kind of at a halt. So just take another snow day or whatever they call them. Bridges are iced over. I went over one. Didn't have any problem. And it's a long one too. Uh, And and I did not. Wow. Uh, I did not. And but I'm not saying that you know, go run up and down Highway Six and see if you can go over the Twin Bridges and not have any problem. No, there's, there's. Look, it's been freezing for two days. And it's been wet for two days. There's ice. Mm-hmm. I would tell you where I did find ice uh, on the on the s- steps and in, in the front porch of the of the grocery store. <laughs> yeah, the sidewalks are ice. Yeah, sidewalks. Over. I'm like, whoa, that's slick. But you know, so just be careful. And that's I'm afraid. You know, don't someone steps outside of their house or something hits that that's that sidewalk or whatever. Well, if you wanted to get out. Do don't not get out. Yeah.
4: It's not good. Put another
2: log on the fire. It's
4: not good by any stretch of the imagination.
2: All right, so here is what high schools are doing, from what I have been able to uh, to kind of come up with. There's several districts that are going to play back to back, Thursday Friday, to replace the Tuesday night game. Some are going to play Friday Saturday to replace that Tuesday game. So uh, check your local listings. I guess is the best way to put it. But there's a lot of games that have. Playoff implications, particularly on the girls' side, as they're wrapping up a little earlier, you know, like they normally do. Uh, so, you know, it's not like they can just go, ah, well, you know, we'll just skip that. No, they can't skip that game. They, there's playoff implications all over the place. So most of the teams are going to play Thursday, Friday, or either Friday, Saturday, and get get back on track with, uh, with their schedule as they go into the uh, – just the final few days. There's just a couple of ball games left, right, Ward? On the on the women's side. Yes. High school basketball. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh that's that's what some of them were doing. And there is basketball as of right now in the Ferrell Center tonight. Uh Kansas and Baylor. Six thirty pregame, seven o'clock tip right here on ESPN Central Texas. Yeah, I don't know
4: how TCU played last night because it is bad up there right now. It it is not good, but somehow Somehow they got that basketball game in, and I I listened to a little bit of it, and mm-hmm. they were saying it. <laughs> they were shocked that there was anybody there. It was more students than anything. Probably walked to the Coliseum, right? But uh, it they they got it in, played the game, got it yeah. done, was, and it was a heck
2: of a game. I, yeah, I was surprised that they got it in. Uh, frogs win by four. So uh, we'll, we'll talk about that coming up a little bit uh, later on. In fact, we're going to talk about that coming up in our, next, in our next segment. So we're off and running. This is game time, your first word. it's work, And we'd love to hear from you. What are you doing? Are you at home? Are you at work? You know, there's some folks that just have to get there. They're first responders. Uh, they work in hospitals. Uh, you know, whatever the case may be. And you just have to go to work. I, we get that. Uh, but if you're not, what are you doing? What are you doing to pass the time? I mean, you're you listening to us and working crossword puzzles? I mean, what are you doing? What are you doing to, uh, uh, as, you, uh, as you hunker down and wait for this to get through? Uh, we'd love to hear from you on the CNC Collision Center text line 254 662 1660. That's 254 662 1660. Game time on ESPN Central Texas. Recently
1: on the John Moore Show.
6: You know, it looks so great. Solid white, the crowd, and they were just super loud. Coach Drew talked about it in the postgame, but it was an amazing crowd. And if you were there cheering on the Bears, you should should be proud because that's what it's supposed to be like.
0: Absolutely. And crowd gets an assist for that win last night. It was great. The student turnout was just terrific. Uh, Really one of the best ever. John Moore's weekdays at 3 p.m. on
1: ESPN Central Texas.
6: Looking for that hard-to-find, whatchamacallit, or do-dead to finish your do-it-yourself project? You'll find it at Pioneer Steel & Pipe. Over 2,000 items are included in their huge showroom, including all the steel products you need, such as bolts, nuts, and washers. Plus, you will enjoy the one-on-one customer service that Pioneer Steel & Pipe has featured since opening their doors in 1943. Pioneer Steel & Pipe, 2003 South Loop 340, next to Busby Feet in Waco, and at PioneerBoys.com.
1: Baylor Sports Beat weekdays at 7.55 a.m. and 5.25 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas.
7: Does the thought of mice, rats, or other rodents taking up residence in your walls or attic make you feel uncomfortable? Once inside, these unwanted critters can cause thousands of dollars in damage to your home. The experts at 855 Bugs can identify points of entry and eliminate them. We use a variety of methods to keep rodents out. Be proactive, not reactive. Let 855 Bugs ensure your home is protected with a free inspection and comprehensive treatment plan. Visit 855bugs.com now to schedule your free inspection.
8: Everything we do, we do for you.
9: First Central Credit Union free reward checking earns 4% APY, refunds all your ATM fees, and has a savings account combo that earns you money too. Ask for Casasa checking. It's easy to apply online at firstcentralcu.com. Everything we do, we do for you.
4: APY's annual percentage yield, eligibility and qualifications apply. Member NCUA.
9: How Payne
8: turned an avid outdoorsman into a frustrated indoorsman. Meet Ron.
10: I was always active. No knee pain. And after my second step, I went into my Good Feet dance.
8: Today, he's grateful to be back in the great outdoors. I feel like a new person,
10: thanks to the Good Feet store.
8: See for yourself how Arch Supports can help you. Stop by for your free fitting or schedule one at goodfeet.com.
10: Stop by the Good
1: Feet store in the Central Marketplace in Waco and now in Temple. Game Time is brought to you by Big Boy's Record Service. Good Feet. An advanced foundation repair.
2: 716. 16 16 minutes after 7, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom, Ward, Ryan, we're, we're glad you're with us. We're going to get to some basketball in just a second. Ward, let me know when you got it. We're, we're getting some, some breaking news here. It's leaking to us uh, that Tom Brady's going to pull the plug on the NFL career again. I thought he was going to play till he was 50. I seriously did yeah I, I thought that that was you know once he got well into his 40s I thought that was you know he was going to make that goal and achieve that goal but clearly he uh he's not he's he's uh he's stepping away from football Tom Brady says he is retiring as soon as we get some of the details on that we'll uh, we'll get them to you here uh in just a few minutes all right uh let's see. Let's let's talk some uh, college basketball. You mentioned 15th ranked TCU playing West Virginia last night, 76-72 war. I mean, that, again, it's just like uh coach Drew talks about a lot of these games in the Big 12, no matter who's playing who or or or, or what or where it's at or whatever the case may be, it's one or two possessions. These teams are just that good. And, and you know, West Virginia had the nice win on Saturday in the Big Twelve SEC challenge, and then they go to Fort Worth last night, play fifteenth ranked TCU, hang in there. You know, they they uh, they're down fourth the half and they finish down four, seventy six seventy two. That game was on the deuce, by the way, last night. Yeah,
4: it you're right. It this this league is very competitive, and we'll have to wait and see how it comes out in the wash. What what all comes away from it. Um but you know, is it going to wear these teams down getting into the tournament or is it going to make these teams better? It's going to be one of the two and it's, that's going to be real interesting to see how this all plays out. I, I expect West Virginia to just stay right where they're at. I, I think the, the good teams are rising to the top and, and I know tech got a win the other night coming back against Iowa state. But I, I think, you know, just like West Virginia, I think those are the two teams that are going to get beat up on a little bit throughout the rest of this schedule. And then on any given night, most of those other teams are, are going to just beat up on each other. And, and who can steal a possession here or there may come out on top with the rest of these teams.
2: We got a month. We got a month, okay? Is this a six-team, 17, I or 8 Six.
4: I think six is fair.
2: Maybe seven. I don't think eight gets in. I, I You know, I... I wouldn't be surprised, but I, I'm with you. I, I, I've kind of got seven on my mind right now. Now things could change. It, it could, you know, reduce to six, or, but yeah, I, I'm right now. I'm kind of thinking that the, the, the there's seven teams that mm-hmm. are in pretty good shape. I mean, the, their RPI is such that they're there. They're in pretty good shape. Uh, the other game was Kansas State and Kansas. That was at Allen Fieldhouse. And the eighth-ranked Jayhawks beat the seventh-ranked Wildcats in that Sunflower matchup, 90-78. to Now, Kansas State got it like 10, I think, is the closest they got. But really, for all intents and purposes, Kansas held serve and, you know, got the lead and and just kind of held serve and and, and won the basketball game. And I'm telling you, it was rocking in Allen Fieldhouse. They
4: had this one circled since Kansas started that three-game losing streak. Mm. Uh, Kansas State started that three-game losing streak against Kansas. Uh, when they played them up there just a few weeks ago, what was it? Two weeks ago, even? I think so. Yeah. yeah. And so, yeah, I I felt like, boy, this is this one's going to be tough for Kansas State, and it was. The Jayhawks were ready. There's no doubt.
2: They're about what eighty, ninety miles apart, Manhattan, maybe, and Lawrence. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> they're one is ranked eighth, one is ranked seventh. They're both eighteen and four, mm-hmm. and they're both six and three in conference. It's a pretty good basketball being played in the great state of Kansas. Mm-hmm. some pretty good basketball now the game was on well the, no I, let me rephrase it how do you say I, I think that the term now is it was a streaming telecast it wasn't on anything it was streaming on ESPN plus through big 12 now I'm assuming you didn't watch it are you kidding me okay which leads me to this question I, and I don't know what your provider is you may have satellite you may have cable I don't know it doesn't really matter and I wouldn't be surprised if one day we head this direction. If we head to the direction in which, even if you have a provider that provides you those programs, that they go to a pay-per-view format for everything, every championship caliber type program, Super Bowl, World Series, NBA championship, Final Four, uh, Stanley Cup, anything that has a championship caliber quality to it, it becomes a 5 or $6 pay-per-view for that for that event. Will you do it? No. You're that hard headed. Yes. <laughs> that you'd rather as big a sports fan as you are, you'd rather not see it.
4: I, I'll find a place to listen to it on the radio or I'll bootleg it. I'm not paying another five dollars.
2: <laughs> Ryan, do you believe him? I mean, I think he's sincere when he says it, but I ain't buying it. I'm not. <laughs>
3: I, uh, he's, he sounds pretty convincing to me, and he has stated that he prefers listening anyway.
2: I know, but I, I know him. I mean, I, I, I <laughs> Not know it. these games. <laughs> they're too darn important to him. He Not may go it. kick it and screaming to give him that Visa card. <laughs> Not doing it.
4: I refuse. Would you? I'll buy the gas and drive and get a, a, a pass and, and go watch it for that.
2: Are you, will you pay? I'll probably try to bootleg it, too. I'm paying. Sorry, not doing it. I, I already have. We're, we I don't mean, all
4: have deep pockets like
2: you. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, a year and a half ago, when I found out that some of these Big Twelve football games were going to be on what they called Big Twelve now, which is it's just a it's ESPN Plus. It's a streaming. It's a ploy. It is, and there's two or three games missing every one, and so and don't miss it. I I felt like I wanted to watch uh, well first of all there was a Baylor football game 2 years ago that was you know out of town that Listen we were to J-Mo. that we were and so I, I said I want to watch it and so you know I I signed up for ESPN Plus sucker it, it, well you know what and I'm getting games all over the place I I love watching you know what I'll watch Tarleton sometimes it's fun I mean, I spend a lot of time on ESPN Plus. I get my five ninety nine worth or whatever it is. No, you don't. I I do for me. No, you don't.
3: That's you not worth it. That's you. I think we do because we have like the family plan, so we get ESPN Plus, Disney Plus, and Hulu like on. They're they're bundled. So I think I think I get value there. Mine's
2: not bundled. Mine's individually Uh, purchased at an additional six bucks a month or whatever it is. The only way that I would ever have to do that is if I got
4: rid of my provider.
2: Which uh-huh. I did, which I did. I, I have, I do have live television through another deal. Yeah, I, I, so I'm, I'm, I'm a la carte in all my stuff now. Mm. I mean, I'm, just, I just am, and and I like it. I mean, I have a little more, but I, I'm telling you, of all the ones that I have, I could give up the movie things and all that stuff in a heartbeat. It's, I love ESPN Plus. There, I mean, you can, There's conferences all over the country. There's there's baseball, there's softball, there's there's men, there's women. You could find 20 live sporting events a night, and, and 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 I do. But you know, where are you going to see Abilene Christian play Tarleton? You know, and so for me, $5.99 is not that big a deal. What I'm afraid of is, you know, we're going to get to the CBS, NBC, Fox, and all those guys going. Hey, I know you get you get us over the air. But when it comes to these championship games, we're going to black, black you out unless you pay an additional 10 bucks or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm afraid. And, you know, and at first I said, Th- that will never happen. Oh, it's coming. I never thought that we'd be paying for streaming video either, but here it is. I mean, it's evolving, and it's evolving every day, and it's moving fast. I mean, did you ever think that you'd ever see the National Football League say, you know what, we're going to put it on a Thursday night, and we're going to make it stream only. You, you never in your wildest dreams know that. It was that. terrible. Sorry. May have been, but they went that way. I know. And it's not coming back.
4: No, it's not. But even Al Michael said it was terrible because they put crappy games on there. Yeah.
2: Well, they did. They did because I think they're afraid of, you know, would people buy it? Would they, you know, and, and there were some people that would go buy just for whatever to get their hometown teams or whatever, but. The fact of the matter is, I think we're headed that way. I mean, make no mistake about it. Now, I, for whatever reason, uh, I think they were missing one of the members of their broadcast team last night. It may have been weather-related. John Shombie was not there, uh, and I thought he was supposed to be, but they had Jay Billis on a streaming I think he broadcast. was protesting <laughs> ESPN+. <Plus>. <laughs> <laughs> is, that what it, is that what it was? It could have been. Uh, but they uh, look they put their A-team, or a lot of their A-team, on that telecast for a reason. I mean, they were going to send you the message that, hey, this may indeed be the direction that we head. Why should we sit See there? See you later. Why should we, as a company, negotiate with all these independent contractors and providers when we can just negotiate with the customer one-on-one? I mean, that's basically what they're doing. They're, they're cutting out the middleman. So, I don't know. Uh, it, it's interesting where we are. But I, I never thought I'd ever see the day that over the air, some over the air programming would, would go away, but it has. And it continues to go away. And it may, live programming other than sports may be a thing of the past with people's schedules. I, I love that TV show, but I'll just go watch it when I want to. It's in a DVR format as opposed to Tuesday night at 7. I mean, I don't know. I, I think we're kind of headed that way. There's a lot of these networks that now have that secondary streaming element to them that you can go do that. So, anyway. But
4: they don't put them on until 48 after, hours later.
2: After the fact. That's exactly right. After the fact. Right now, <clears throat> but will it eventually evolve to that? Who knows? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know.
4: I don't think live TV will ever die.
2: No, not as long as we have sports. I sports promise Sports and
4: news and there's too much. Yeah, you're
2: right. There's news. too much stuff, but that. It- yeah.
4: That live TV has to have.
2: But there's a lot of stuff that you can do that with. That you can just say, you know what, we're going to do streaming. And we're going to make it a la carte. And we're going to make it whenever you want it, you can go get I it. I hope I'm gone before then. <laughs> well, it's moved so stinking fast. I didn't think we would get to this point, but here we are. Uh, anyway, so Kansas does beat Kansas State last night, 90-78. to 78, And, boy, they were good. I watched a lot of the game last night, and they were good. And it was loud. That is, is seven. by the way, that's 17 straight at home for KU. 17 straight at home. There's something about that Allen Fieldhouse and those Kansas Jayhawks and those fans that makes that thing pretty darn special. So, there you go. All right, 728, this is game time on ESPN Central Texas.
7: Nikki Collin and Baylor women's basketball all season long on ESPN Central Texas.
0: The Baylor women back in action in the Farrell Center Wednesday hosting the Kansas Jayhawks. 630 for the countdown to tip off 7 p.m. tip off Wednesday for Baylor women's basketball.
7: Join Derek Smith and Sophia young Malcolm for Baylor women's basketball right here on ESPN Central Texas.
11: Hey guys, it's I with Advanced House Leveling and Foundation Repair. Why is your eye twitching? Because my lashes are bothering me. Then why do you wear them? Because they look good. They do? And if you want your house to look but good. But what about
6: the ones where the people look like they've got
3: those big, like, umbrellas on their face?
11: We'll take umbrella lashes, too, if you need foundation repair. So give us a call. 254 254- I ain't got nothing to say. I'm still thinking
3: about that last
0: lady that had four nine
11: two two. wind blew her down the road.
0: That's where she ran into the car. <laughs> ESPN Central Texas is 1660 AM,
1: 92.3 FM
9: 0338, Google Amanda Cunningham Realtor with Coldwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more.
1: ESPN Radio Sports Center.
12: I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas sports update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with case construction equipment, whatever the job is. The 2023 Big 12 football schedule has been released with 14 teams playing. Baylor will not play new member BYU or Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. The Bears will have eight home games, including Texas, to start conference play on September the 23rd. The Houston Texans have hired 49ers defensive coordinator Demeco Ryan's as their new head coach. Ryan's played linebacker for Houston for six seasons and still holds the franchise record for career tackles. There's basketball at the Farrell Center tonight as the Baylor women host Kansas. Baylor won the first meeting by 13. Tip-off is at seven o'clock, and you can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas
1: Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Let's go around the Big 12 with Josh Neighbors from Locked On Big 12 Podcast on ESPN Central Texas.
2: All right, 732. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us. And and let me correct something. I I did misspeak just a minute ago or misspoke. Which which one is it? Did I misspeak or did I misspoke? Both. Okay. They're both okay? Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, Kansas has not won 17 straight at home. TCU beat them earlier this year. All right. So we got that cleaned up. Uh, 7.32, we welcome into the program from the uh, podcast Locked on Big 12. We welcome in Josh Neighbors. Josh, good morning. Appreciate your time. Let's start with that game. Well, Kansas, uh, boy, they were good last night, weren't they?
13: Yeah, they're back. I mean, I think after – and there was never really any doubt. Yeah, there's three straight losses, you know, Andre. Okay. You know, at some point they're going to snap this thing, and I think the big key last night was, and on, and on uh, Saturday night too, was Dewan Harris was was much better. Uh, he was actually aggressive last night. You know, he was he was taking open shots on Saturday night, but last night he was searching for his shot and he was probing the lane. He was hitting threes. You know, he was attacking. I mean, I, I think they're a much different team when that's the case, and that was the huge difference last night. You know, that, that was the that was the big difference for them. Was how aggressive Jawan Harris is, and he's going to be the key for them. Uh, I think. I think it's pretty obvious that uh, that team will go. All they can go all the way and win the entire thing if he is playing the way he did last night. Because their problem is obviously the lack of depth they have. I mean, it's McCuller and Wilson, and and obviously Grady Dick too, and KJ Adams looks really good. But if Dewan Harris isn't the guy taking and making shots, then you know there, there's. There's some questions about how good that that entire team is as a group. So, DeWan Harris gets the thumbs up, and and Kansas, uh, you know, I think going into last night, they had the second best odds to win the league. Uh, They're probably around the best odds again this morning now. Uh, They should be because I I think uh, the Jayhawks are are back and they've kind of kicked whatever losing ways they had. Can
4: TCU continue to win like they did last night and just hang around and have a chance at this thing?
13: Yeah, I mean it's, it's a matter of how long, how long is Mike Miles out because, it and I, I think I think this is kind of the end of their their hopes to win the Big Twelve. But I think that's fine. Like I I I don't think the focus for TCU is about winning the Big Twelve. I think we saw it at Allen Fieldhouse and we've seen some other games too, especially their home game against K State. They they owned two really impressive wins. Over Kansas and K State, and that's when they have, they have their full complement of guys, and everything is working at peak efficiency. So, I think TC, the goal is to get healthy and make sure you have that full slew of guys when you are heading into uh, obviously conference tournament time and the NCAA tournament. And last night we saw Eddie Lampkin get back, he came off the bench and played some. And also we saw Mike miles or uh, what well, we didn't see him play last night, but you know Mike miles, obviously a big one. He is the true tough shot maker. He is the true guy. We have to pay attention on every single drive. And also, you know, I'm, I'm not sure this is a bad thing for them because you got guys like Wells, uh, a Wells last night who played really, really well and getting guys like that, some more run, you know, guys like Xavier Cork and a couple of big guys too. getting to those guys more run is actually probably not a, not a bad thing. So everybody is, you know, and they've, already, they've played some really difficult games against really difficult teams, and West Virginia was a hot team last night. So the fact TCU got that win shows you the character that you know Ball and Miller and Cork and all those guys, O'Bannon, that they're good players too. And I think actually it's, it's a blessing in disguise that these guys are getting run right now.
2: We uh, we watched uh, Monday night uh, Texas and Baylor play down in Austin, and it's two really good teams. And you know, you just and we talk about it all the time how good this league is. Is this does this league get eight into the tournament, and does does the Big Twelve tournament in Kansas City in a month or so? Are, are teams are some of the teams that towards the bottom? Are they playing to get in? Are we or or are we going to have those eight teams kind of polished away and, and kind of know where we are? Uh,
13: I I can I feel like I can almost guarantee Oklahoma will be on the bubble because when when are the Sooners not in the bubble? I don't think it really matters who's coaching the team. Lon Kruger, Porter Mosier. It doesn't seem to matter. Oklahoma was always right there on the edge of being in and right there on the edge of being out. And they were left for dead. They crush Alabama. And they're right back to, I think, in like four or five different versions of Joe Lenardi's bracketology this year, guys, they've been the last team in. Uh, and that just shows you where they are. West Virginia started to, to trend in the right direction. I'm. Uh, They really could have used that game last night. They really could have because that would – I know there was no Mike Miles and limited Eddie Lampkin, but still at the end of the day, a a season sweep over TCU really would have done them a ton of good. Um, Still, I, I I think from what I've seen from that team, they should be good enough to salt away a spot in the field before the tournament happens. Um, you know, just overall quality wise, we know how one loss in this league can turn into two losses. And so they've got a stretch as huge at home coming up for them. They get that, uh, the Oklahoma team I just mentioned. And then we get Iowa State. And I remember a couple of years ago, we went to the, you know, we didn't see this game happen, but I remember Texas playing Texas Tech. There's slaves not play Texas Tech at the COVID tournament. And I remember a lot of people thinking, "Wow." That game is, is essentially for a spot in the NCAA tournament. You know, one team might have – both still might have gotten in, but the team that wins that game can feel very, very good about their chances of getting in. Uh, I feel like we might get one of those games, uh, whether it's uh, West Virginia, Oklahoma State, or West Virginia, Oklahoma, and somebody's got to beat a, you know, a, an Iowa State, a TCU, a Baylor, or whatever. I, I think we're going to get a game where a team's like, all right, if we get the job done today – we're in, I just think with seeing, you know, Larnie's bracketology and seeing what Jerry Palm's got, I mean, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, West Virginia are, are going to be right there. Uh, they're going to be right there at the end of the year. And hell, maybe in Texas Tech is back in this thing, right? That They had a huge win uh, on Monday night as well. So I think there's a good chance that we could get a situation like we, talk, like, you know, I just talked about where uh big 12 championship, there's some tournament games that, that do matter there. And that, that's, that's the way you want it.
4: Big Twelve football schedule came out yesterday. Who won the lottery, Josh?
13: Good Lord, Cincinnati! I mean, their their schedule looked really nice uh, from what I could tell. And and look, th- that's not a guarantee that they're going to do anything just because. I think we have to, you know, we have to acknowledge that that team is going to be replacing a whole heck of a lot, um, you know, in, in next season, and also obviously Scott Satterfield to come in and do some things. But you know, they they have a, I mean, they have an Oklahoma and BYU stretch at the beginning, but their conference stretch, really not that difficult after the bye week. They get West Virginia, uh, they get Iowa State, they get Baylor, Oklahoma State, UCF, Houston, and Kansas. So, I mean, there's a stretch where they're playing either new schools or teams that did not have a winning record last year. Uh, And so that's pretty fortunate. They don't draw Kansas State. (laughs) Excuse me, they'll draw TCU. And they don't draw Texas, which uh, you know are these top three teams from last year. They don't draw any of them. And then on the other side, I think for teams in this league, OU got a great draw. I don't want to hear anything about difficulties coming out, you know, with with them the rest of the way. Yeah, they had to play BYU and then at TCU to end the season. But look at their stretch; I mean, they got Arkansas State and then SMU. A road game at Tulsa and a road game at Cincinnati, which is like, okay, Cincinnati, it's going to be difficult, but they should beat Cincinnati, all turmoil and turnovers they're having there. They're home for Iowa State, a game they should win. They have Red River, which is obviously the big, the big kind of whatever game. Their bye week's just in the middle of the season, which is obviously right where you want it. You want it, you know, mid November and there's is, or mid October rather. Theirs is October 14th, the middle of the way. And then they close out with UCF, KU, Oklahoma State, West Virginia, BYU, and T.C. That's a great stretch for the Sooners. And they're a team that obviously the talent level they have, they're always a threat to win the league. On the other side of that, um, a team that's not a threat to win the league, it feels like, but could end up being, because we know Mike Gundy, Oklahoma State got off with a really, really nice schedule here. They avoid Texas. And they also uh, they avoid TCU as well. They get Kansas State at home off of a bye at night at home. So they have a lot of nice things in their schedule. The big question is, guys, like, I don't know if that team's going to be particularly good next year just with the amount of guys that have to replace the portal.
2: Uh, let's talk about Baylor's schedule. They have, for the first time ever, eight home games, including the first four. But in those first four, you've got a couple of really toughies in Utah and Texas.
13: Yeah, so th- that's the one question. So for Baylor and for Oregon and for Texas, they all have to they all have to marry like difficult road games in the first month of this or difficult games. I should say in the first month of the season. For Baylor, it is the Utah and the Texas stretch. I mean, that first six for them is a very difficult stanza. Yes, you get Texas State, yes you get LIU, but Utah, Texas at UCF and Texas Tech. They handle Texas Tech this year, but there's a lot of momentum for for Wars Red Raiders going into the next year. Obviously, we know that. UCF on the road, I've got no idea what that's going to be like. I think we've got a pretty good idea what Utah and Texas at McLean Stadium are going to be like. So they could win both of those games. I'd be shocked if they lost both. I think I'm expecting them to split. But, you know, I, and the good news is if you were to pick one to lose, you'd pick the Utah game, right? Because obviously you're thinking about, hey, uh, if you know, if we're talking about a trip to Arlington end of the year, uh, let's lose the early one and keep rolling forward. But I'm of the mind that people are too down on Baylor. You know, I was, I was, I was expecting a dip last year. I'm now buying the dip, guys. You got a zig and else is adding. I think Dave Aranda is going to have a better year this year than he did last year. I think this group needed another year together, which is important for this this team in particular, another year together, just because they were so young at so many important positions on offense and on defense. And so I think the schedule, while difficult in the beginning, you kind of like the way it tests you. And making it through that first stretch, guys, I mean, at the top at the end stretch, too, is not, not not easy. They have that TCU and K-State back-to-back. But if they can do some damage in that first six, they'll head that by on the 14th, and you're like, okay, we got ourselves a Big 12 title contender.
4: When you look at, you just mentioned Arlington and the chances of Texas and Oklahoma meeting up in Arlington, would the Big 12 cringe at that?
13: Oh, my God. Worst case scenario. Worst case scenario for the league. I'll tell you what, though, that Texas schedule, um, they didn't do, you know, Oklahoma may have some favors come their way. Texas did not get anything done their way. And their first six games, guys, they're going to play at, at Alabama at Baylor, and then Oklahoma in Red River. And after they're by, they have a stretch where they're at Houston, they play BYU, they play K-State, and at TCU. So they have a stretch of games, uh, and, then that, and then it's at Jack Trice after that, and they play on the Friday before after Thanksgiving, they play Texas Tech. So that's not an easy schedule by any means. For a, for a program that the big knock has been, where is the consistency from these guys? Uh, I, I don't love that stretch for them. So I think it's important to note that uh, Texas and OU will be nightmare scenario. It's Texas has the most talented team for sure. I think they'll be the preseason pick to win next year. Uh, Oklahoma schedule looks nice, but I thought Oklahoma's schedule looked really nice last year, and they did not do very well. So maybe it's the flip. Maybe it's the reverse. But that schedule to me seems very, very hard. And I'm – Famous last words, guys, but I'm not overly concerned about those two schools meeting up in the Big 12 championship.
2: Busy with Josh Neighbors from the uh, podcast Locked on Big 12. Josh, were you surprised when you saw the schedule that there weren't divisions, that uh, they didn't have a north and a south or an east and a west or whatever the case may be, uh, just to make sure 100% that Texas and Oklahoma were not going to play in the uh, Big 12 title game? No, I
13: think... I think this league has nailed which what so many leagues should be going to. And, look, I know now at 14 teams. Obviously, you cannot play everybody, right? That's, that's not possible. But I think the way the Big 12 does it is, you know, the way they've been doing it, I hope the way they do it again, you know, if they go to nine conference teams, guys, or conference games, like you're only, which they are doing you know, now, you're only going to miss one team, or you're only going to miss, uh, uh, you know, one team when we go to 12. So, I don't think one year of doing divisions, I'm not sure the juice would have been worth the squeeze. To be honest, I don't think going that one way, just to hose Texas and and Oklahoma, would have been the right way to do this. I understand why they would have. But I think it's smart they didn't end up doing that.
2: Josh, man, we appreciate it as always. What do, you, uh, what do you got coming up on the podcast?
13: Yeah, we're going to look at the toughest and easiest schedules in the Big 12, kind of what we touched on here today. Uh, you guys can find the podcast on YouTube, wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow us on Twitter at Big 12 and you guys can find me at Josh Neighbors underscore.
2: We appreciate it, man. Uh, and by the way, pitchers and catchers, they're uh, just around the corner.
13: Oh, my God. Oh. Uh. How? How do we get to this? How do we catch
2: <laughs> catches already? I mean, oh, my God. Time's flying. I hear you. Hey, have a great day. We appreciate your time as All always. Talk to you. See you later. That is uh, Josh Neighbors. The uh, podcast is locked on Big 12. All right, uh, 747. If you're just joining us, uh, what, 10, maybe 15 minutes max, Tom Brady announced that he is going to retire from the National Football League again. We'll get to it next here on ESPN Central Texas.
7: Join us for our next Baylor Coaches Show from Rudy's on the Circle in Waco with the voice of the Bears, John Morris.
0: Join us for our next Baylor Coaches Show Thursday, February 2nd and hear from women's basketball coach Nikki Collin and acrobatics and tumbling head coach Felicia Mulkey.
7: The Baylor Coaches Show live from Rudy's and here on the flagship station for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. Sometimes we say that a person has a wealth of experience. I'm Joe Kaleo of the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. Accumulating wealth is like gaining experience. Both demand hard work. If you'd like to grow your hard-earned wealth, let me put more than 25 years of experience to work for you.
9: Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC.
1: Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at SyntexSportsFan.com.
6: Attention Central Texas barbecue lovers. We have great news for you. Elberg Barbecue is now open seven days a week. Their handcrafted meats, sandwiches, sides, and desserts are now available from 11 till 3 Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday. Till 7, Wednesday, and Thursday until 8, Friday, and Saturday. And don't forget, Helberg Barbecue can cater your next event. Helberg Barbecue, 8532 North Highway 6, Waco, at HelbergBarbecue.com and on Facebook.
1: ESPN Radio Sports Center.
6: I'm Lark Smith
12: with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment and Belton off I-35. On it with case construction equipment, whatever the job is. The 2023 Big 12 football schedule has been released with 14 teams playing. Baylor will not play new member BYU or Oklahoma Oklahoma State. The Bears will have eight home games, including Texas, to start conference play on September the 23rd. The Houston Texans have hired 49ers defensive coordinator Demeco Ryans as their new head coach. Ryans played linebacker for Houston for sixth season and still holds the franchise record for career tackles. There's basketball at the Farrell Center tonight as the Baylor women host Kansas. Baylor won the first meeting by 13. Tip-off is at 7 o'clock, and you can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas.
1: Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Listen to Game Time online at syntexsportsfan.com. All
2: right, 7.51, this is Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us. Again, if you're just joining us about 10 or 15 minutes ago, Tom Brady uh, made the announcement that he is, for the second time, Ward, in three years, going to step away from... Pro football. A little surprised? Very. Me too. Me too. I I. I, I, I just really thought that, you know, it, it wasn't whether he was going to play. It was where he was going to play. So, But he has decided that uh, it is a, a situation where he j- he's ready to move in another direction. Here's Tom Brady about, oh, I don't know, like I said, about 15 minutes ago.
15: for supporting me my family my friends my teammates my competitors Uh, I could go on forever there's too many Um, thank you guys for allowing me to live my absolute dream I would not change a thing love you all
2: Tom Brady's exit uh, from the National Football League uh, and again Uh, pretty short, pretty simple. And again, he's right. He did this last year. Then he retracted it and and decided to come back and play. Will he retract it again? I'm I'm asking you to look into the crystal ball. No, you don't, you don't see, Oh, I've got the football fever again. Mm -mm, I don't. I think he's done. He's done everything in the game that you could possibly do. I mean, there's nothing left. Uh, He's also got a, a pretty good gig waiting on him. Yes, he does. That that has a pretty good paycheck associated with it. Where's he going to work? Fox. That's right. So Greg Olson, move over. <laughs> Tom Brady is in your chair. So and that's the that's the one dude that's probably the probably upset. <laughs> but uh but I'm like you. I thought I thought he had at least another year in him. I thought I, I thought that he would want to go and give it a shot someplace else. See if he could get a third team to the Super Bowl. And I, I I thought he had I thought he had it left in the tank. And clearly he does not have it left in the tank. He's he's ready to step aside. Or everybody he talked to said, Hey, we're not we're not paying that
4: and we're not we're not close enough yet. I'm sure he evaluated everybody that was a possibility. And they were more than a quarterback away that were willing to dive into it. And he's not going to be part of that. He wants to step into a team that is just a quarterback alone away from
2: getting in there. What team would that be? Cowboys. Could the Jets be on that list as well? Are they close? They're close,
4: but I don't know if there's just a quarterback away. I think they've still got some holes on the defensive side.
2: Wow. So, he's done. It's, uh, it's right off into the sunset, and now let's go to work for Fox, I guess. But for the second time, uh, I said in, 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 in three years, but it's actually back-to-back years that he has, has retired. But I like the way he did it. I mean, uh, by the way, that was um, a video – and he was sitting on the beach someplace twitter yeah uh i don't know what what where he was at he may have been in tampa for I, I don't know i, I don't know so. where he was uh but he was uh, he was sitting on the beach wherever said, he wants to be yeah, exactly <laughs> exactly <laughs> i with mean his,
4: with his girlfriend
2: yeah uh so he has decided that uh that that he's done and he's going to go out having guided the the buccaneers to the playoffs again so, they didn't win. Obviously, they lost to Dallas, but I don't think he had any desire to, to continue to be a part of a a rebuild in Tampa.
1: Uh
4: so and that, and that, again, that's he was not going to go play for anybody that was a rebuild. That's that's not what was on his mind.
2: No, it's win. Win now. I mean, he's in his mid 40s for Pete's sake. And you're 100% correct. But again, I'm I'm with you. I, I thought I thought there would be a place for him. I I, I just I didn't did too. I just didn't think it was Tampa. But I thought there was a place for him. You know, and at the end of the day, he may have just said, you know what? I just don't I want thought to get he might ready go again. to Las
4: Vegas. I really did.
2: <sighs> well, not a bad place to play, by the way. Uh, if you got to go someplace, Vegas would not be a bad place to play. All right, uh, he's done, so Tom Brady has stepped aside. Okay, a couple other things. A couple coaches have been hired. Uh, Sean Payton to Denver. You like that hire? Oh, yeah. I mean, for Denver, it's a great hire. It is. It is. So, in I think he likes, and I think he's probably comfortable with, with, with the roster. Obviously, he's going to do some things. And I think he's comfortable with, with the ownership, and I think that's a big part of it. Again, he's a control freak. Make no mistake about it. Uh, so he goes to Denver, and the Houston Texans have their guy, the 49ers DC, who I like, by the way. I think that's a good hire. Yeah, I mean,
4: I don't have confidence in the Texans.
2: So Can he fix no. what was wrong? No. You say no, but I mean. No. So you think. From now on to to the end of time, that the Texans are going to be a horrible franchise.
4: I I think their ownership is just as screwed up as it is in Arlington, if not more.
2: Oh, I I don't disagree with you. But at some point, do they go, you know what? Let's get football people in here to run football. It had not happened in Arlington. (laughs) No. The problem in Arlington is ownership thinks they're football people. That's the problem. So do these cats. Well, okay. But they also think that they're smarter
4: than everybody else in the room. They're not, by the way.
2: Well, they had to tell him something because he had a pretty darn good gig as yeah, the DC gonna be a, of the 49 You're going to be a head
4: coach of an NFL team. That's what they told him.
2: But you know what? A lot of times nowadays, you better shine early because when the shine comes off, you don't get a second or third chance. Uh, it, you know, You're not going to be, well, he was coaching in Houston, so it's okay. It was he didn't get it done in Houston. Do we want to take a chance on him? I don't know. I mean, why, why would he take that job if it's not a, a, a possibility to get going, other than what you just said? He is a head football coach in the National Football League, and there's only 32 of them. Mm-hmm. And that, I may have just answered my own question. All right, so that's, uh, that's some, we got some NFL news in, in the down week. Uh, With uh, Tom Brady and a couple of NFL coaches, there's NFL news every Every, week. They have this network called the NFL Network. Now we've talked about this. There's nobody does it better than the NFL of staying in the in the uh, in the forefront and and being relevant year round. They're they're relevant in May. I mean, there's always something. You're right. There's there's the draft. There's the combine. There's training camp. Uh, I mean, there's always something going on in the National Football League to keep to keep the NFL re- uh, relevant year round. I mean, you know, were you, again, I'll go back and tell you, where I wasn't a bit surprised about the decision of the offensive coordinator in Dallas being made on a Sunday in which there were games being played and the Cowboys weren't one of them. Jerry Jones, how do you get how do you get to be a part of the Championship Sunday? You you have well, breaking news. Does. Yes. Yes, you have breaking news. <laughs> so, there you go. All right, it is a 759 and it is time for John Morris to roll in here, the voice of the Bears. He's got today's Baylor Sports Beat program.
9: It's time now for the Baylor Sports Beat. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris.
0: Everybody is every check of Baylor Athletics on the midweek Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, Baylor's football schedule for 2023 is out. Baylor Women's Basketball in action tonight in the Farrell Center, plus a check on softball's practice 10 days before their season opener. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Discounts may vary
8: by situation.
0: Kick off 2023 with a bang at the Start Something New sales event. Start your year off with incredible savings, like 2.9% for 72 months on 2022 Ram 1500 Crew Cabs on all trim levels. Lone Stars, Laramies, and top-of-the-line Longhorn and Longhorn Limited or get values up to $3,750 on a Ram 1500 Lone Star Crew Cab, plus 4.9% for 72 months. Pick from the best selection of Ram trucks in Central Texas, at Allen Samuels in Waco.
9: Baylor women's basketball tonight. Here on the flagship station for Baylor men's and women's basketball. ESPN Central Texas. Now back to today's Baylor sports beat. Here again is the voice, John Morris.
0: And welcome back. Coach Nikki Collin and Baylor women's basketball are in action tonight on the floor in the Farrell Center hosting Kansas. The Baylor women won the first meeting of the year January 7th, 75-62 in Lawrence. The return matchup tonight between the teams that are separated by only a game in the Big 12 standings, Baylor sitting at 5-3. and three. Kansas comes in 4-4 four and four in Big 12 play. On the air at 6.30, tip-off at 7 tonight for the Bears and the Jayhawks, women's basketball in the Farrell Center. Television tonight on Big 12 Now on ESPN+. You know by now the Baylor football schedule for 2023 has been released. It features eight home games for the Bears this year. The entire schedule and details available on the web at BaylorBears.com and the weather doesn't feel like it, but softball season is now just 10 days away. Visiting with Glenn Moore, Baylor's softball coach, we checked on how practice is going.
16: Practice has been pretty good overall. We we started off a little sluggish last week, but ended uh, kind of a mock-up of what we're going to see in in uh, Vegas. Trying to play five games is a lot in a weekend. We did two on Thursday, two Simulated scrimmages, uh, control scrimmages on Friday, and then a full scrimmage on Saturday. And you know, i, I we're gonna we're we'll, we're gonna be sore on that that third day, of course. But we play the defending SEC champions, Arkansas, back-to-back champions in Arkansas. And and uh, I thought we looked pretty good, John. I'm pretty happy with where we are right now. You know, never totally happy. If your hitters look good, you worry about your pitchers, and vice versa. But uh, we had moments that uh, both sides looked uh, promising and certainly like the culture of this team they love to come to practice every day and that makes it fun to, to coach glenn moore and
0: baylor softball opening the new season at a tournament in las vegas february 10th the home season opener february 17th season tickets available now at baylorbears.com tickets and that's today's baylor sports beat more tomorrow I'm John Morris.
1: From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas.
2: Welcome back into the program. This is Game Time, your first word in sports. Tom Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us as we move through a Wednesday morning we're presented by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat your friend in the car business remember if you missed anything on the program you can always go back and catch it on the uh, on on our website and that is syntexsportsfan.com syntexsportsfan.com all the shows up in a podcast format also uh if you're wondering about the football schedule the Big 12 football schedule it is there for you on the uh, podca- on the uh, website syntexsportsfan.com fan.com. you could check out uh, your favorite team, or you want to look at the new, the four new teams and who they're playing? You could certainly do that as well. You may want to look at Oklahoma and Texas. Uh, what does their schedule look like in the uh, in the final year of Texas and Oklahoma in the league? I, I was, you know, I was looking at it, Ward, and when you start to actually see it in print, it's it's like it's real now. This is real. This is we're we're moving in a different direction within this conference and. and who would have ever thought when, when Baylor went to Norman last year, this past football season, and beat the Sooners there in 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 Norman that that would be the last time the Bears would play the Sooners? I hope, and I know that these non-conference schedules are done sometimes seven, eight, nine years out, but I hope that they find a way to play again. They won't. Uh, uh, they're four hours away. It's an easy trip up the interstate for for, for fans or down the interstate for fans. Uh you know, and I know that the way the schedule's formatted, that you don't play a lot of uh, power fives. Maybe just one power five in your non-conference schedule. But I would hope that maybe one day that uh, that they could find a way to play each other. I mean, it makes sense to me that you'd want to play somebody just four hours away. But who knows? Yeah, I don't. I don't see that happening. No, that's
4: not a. It's not a cupcake.
2: <laughs> no, 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 no. Hey, well. You're, again, you're going to play one of those power five. Utah is the one power five this year. And that's not no cupcake. No, uh, but it, I, I just don't. I don't see it, that. It may not happen. Around. I mean, it may be a if they run into them again. It's going to be in uh, in postseason. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a possibility. Yeah. Uh, just like Baylor's never played a And M. You know, and that's ninety miles away since since the Southwest Conference, right. uh, Big Twelve. Since the well, Big Twelve,
4: they left the Big Twelve too. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Since the Big 12, so uh, I don't know. Sometimes, if you're looking for games that uh, where your fan base can get to and be a part of it, that ain't part of it. <laughs> you you don't want to do a home and home at, at Kyle Field yeah. with with the Aggies and have them come to McLean. <laughs> I'm just I'm just looking for games where the fans can travel. I don't. They don't. <laughs> They don't consider that. (laughs) Oh, That's not part of the equation, huh? (laughs) All right, uh, 808. uh, In time for Did You Know?
3: A lot of fun facts for you guys today. Did you know that in the NFL, the home team must provide the footballs to the officials? They have to provide 36 footballs Mm -hmm. for each game. Some of them are specified as just kicking balls. Man. And did you know that there is one sport that has been played on the moon? Golf golf yes American astronaut Alan Shepard played on the moon (laughs) during the 1971 Apollo 14 mission and then did you know I'm sure you guys know did you know that the Dallas Cowboys were the first team to ever hire a cheerleading squad yes yes ever yes Mm -hmm. and then did you know in 1045 games Wilt Chamberlain never fouled out of a game in his entire career I did not
2: eat I wonder how many if
3: any who
4: invented the cowboy cheerleaders
3: Tex, Tex Ram.
4: Yes. (laughs) You didn't sound very convincing there, young Ryan.
2: I was. uh, He's like. I was. I was (laughs) hesitating. Who in the heck is that again? (laughs) I wonder how many games Michael Jordan ever fouled out of Ooh, that's a great question. I don't know. He plays great defense, so. Well, but you—he comes to your town once a year, and you fill the arena. It wasn't to watch him sit on the bench. It was to watch him play. So, and don't think that people didn't know that.
4: We went to reunion many a time.
3: And did you know that the longest match took place at 2010 at Wimbledon? It lasted 11 hours and five minutes. Now, they didn't play that consecutively. They played it over the span of three days. Three. But a but a total yes, they split it over three days. It it lasted but the gameplay lasted a total of eleven hours and five minutes. Can you imagine playing tennis that long? No, I don't know
4: how he played it at
2: eleven minutes. <laughs> All right.
4: You Hang got on. the answer? Hang on, yes. I do have the answer. You wanna take a one. Yeah, how'd you know? I did I wow. didn't. I just
2: guessed.
3: He was a rookie probably. And how many games did he play throughout his Over
4: fifteen hundred.
3: Wow.
2: <laughs> one. When was it? Does it say?
4: Uh, let's
2: see. It it does not. Damn it! I want to know. I want to know what game did he have to go sit on the bench? Once he, he did get ejected out of a game. Ah. Really? Mm-hmm. Made him mad. <laughs> All right.
3: And then, did you know that in 1943, during the football season? Uh, because they lost so many players to world war ii in the military service the pittsburgh steelers and the philadelphia eagles combined to become the steagles during the 1943 season oh stop it really they did um i guess that they both sent a lot of players to world war ii in the service and a lot of the a lot of those soldiers passed away so they combined the team for that one season to become the steagles during 1943 and also staying In Pittsburgh, did you know that Pittsburgh is the only city in the United States where all three professional sports teams have the same colors, black and gold? The Penguins, the Pirates, and the Steelers.
2: I did not. I mean, yeah, I I knew their colors, but I didn't put that together. I didn't connect the dots.
3: The only city in the country. And then did you know that there's only two days... Uh, the entire year in the in American professional sports where there are no games whatsoever.
2: Yes, there's only two. And one are they both in the summer? Or are they just one in the summer. It, it's the All Star break.
3: It's the day before the All the All Star game and the day after. How about that? So that's and there's no
2: collegiate sports. Nope,
3: that's the only two days in the entire country where there's no sports in the United States at any level. No crazy. golf. Nothing. That's crazy. No golf tournaments. Huh.
9: No professional golf Nothing. tournaments.
3: It's crazy. And then uh, did you know, of course we know Steve Young, the great uh, Niners quarterback, he played, right. he played. He was all right. He was better than all right. <laughs> he played at Brigham Young, BYU. Yes, did. Yeah. did you know that he is the great, great, great grandson of Brigham
2: Young? I did not know that. How about that? There you go. Well, he he uh, he put on a show in Waco, Texas one, when, when, one night when BYU and Baylor played. Coach Taff, he well, put on a show
3: man well now you that was know a great
2: game by the way steve
3: young the three times great removed grandson of brigham young where how about he, that
2: that's awesome yeah he was okay i mean you know he <laughs> threw with the wrong hand i couldn't figure that out no so, how many who's the greatest left-handed quarterback he might have been ken stabler steve young
4: stabler would be right there with young maybe better i think stabler was probably better than young not by much.
2: Who else? I mean, stop and think about that. Left-handed Jim Zorn was a left-handed quarterback, but he's not he in that conversation.
4: No. I mean, he
2: was good, but he's not, yeah, I mean, he's not he, elite like those guys. Dallas drafted him, and he ended up in Seattle. He played played a long time in Seattle. I'm trying to think of left-handed quarterbacks. I think the only
3: left-handed quarterback, at least notable one, that I remember growing up seeing was Michael Vick. That's it. That's the only one I can think of.
2: Boy, he could run, couldn't he? hmm And he could throw. Yeah, uh, cannon. Left-handed quarterback. Who are we missing on our list? Interesting, isn't it? Maybe we can talk to Stephanie here in a few minutes. And Stephanie can give us a list of left-handed quarterbacks. You think she's got a list of left-handed quarterbacks? It says Boomer Esiason was left-handed. Really? I didn't put that together. Yeah. Boomer. Boomer. But I, I just I knew that, you know, Ken Stabler uh, was a terrific quarterback. Mm-hmm. So was Steve Young, man. He could escape like nobody's business.
4: Yeah, but he wasn't Stabler. And he didn't have the charisma Stabler did. No,
2: Stabler was cool. He was a cool dude. I mean, he really was. All right, 8-14. Uh, we're 14 after 8. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Fiat, your friend in the uh, car business. Jared and Waco on our CNC Collision Center text line says, Mark Brunel was a left-handed quarterback. Ah, ah yes, he, he is on the list, yes. So there we're putting our list together of left-handed QBs. I'm not on that list, but I'm left-handed. I'm, I am. I'm too. not real clear why I'm not on the list. I am. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. You don't think I could <laughs> never mind. It's uh, 15 after eight. It were brought to you apart by advance. Advanced foundation repair. When it comes to your home's foundation, accept no substitutes. We're talking about advanced house leveling and foundation repair. Uh, and here, let me. Before we talk about them, here's what you need to know. FixItJimmy.com dot com. dot com, and get hooked up with them, and they'll uh, they'll they'll walk you through the whole process. They will. Uh, They'll, they'll take you through it, and, you know, they've been doing this for over 120 years. Stop and think about that for a minute. They've been in business for over 120 years. Trust your foundation to the most experienced company in Texas. Concrete pillings, uh, steel pillings, soil injection, root barriers, water drainage. They do it all at Advanced Foundation Repair. Advanced Foundation Repair takes the time to accurately assess your home, and then after the assessment, they're going to get with you the Technician's going to sit down and walk you through it. He's going to explain the process and the type of repairs that he's recommending that will best suit your home, and you can go from there. Again, it it could be a little complicating, I guess. It could be a little overwhelming if you have foundation issues. So just start at FixItJimmy.com. FixItJimmy.com. It's advanced foundation repair recently on Game Time. Welcome into the program, the Athletic Director and Vice President and Director of Intercollegiate Athletics from Baylor University, Mack Rhodes.
12: I
0: I wish, you know, there was about five or six of me and I could clone (laughs) myself and and get to to all of them because it's important. You know, I've got a great staff. I think it's the the best in the country, and we divide and conquer, and it's a lot of fun, and it's a joy to be around our our student-athletes and coaches.
1: Game Time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas.
9: Do you know that this time of year blood donations are at their lowest? But there's good news. You can help. In just one hour, you can donate blood with Carter Blood Care for local hospital patients who need life saving transfusions. So do what I do take a break, donate blood, and save lives. Schedule your appointment today at carterbloodcare.org. That's carterbloodcare.org or call 800 366 2834 for more info and help save a life with Carter Blood Care. My house is empty.
1: Your home for Baylor women's basketball is ESPN Central Texas.
2: Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boys Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boys Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you've locked yourself out of your vehicle, or when you're stuck in the mud. No job is too big or too small. They do it all. Family owned and operated since 1984. Big Boys Record Service.
0: Call 254 662 3031. And remember to slow down or move over.
1: After a remarkable 100-year run, the FCC is officially closing the doors on traditional analog copper POTS telephone lines. FCC has issued an order 10-72A1, which mandates that all POTS lines in the U.S. be replaced with an alternative source. Another issue we are seeing is print nightmare. That is the vulnerability in Windows print servers where an attacker could run code with full systems privileges. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com It's time for Stephanie from Sales to Talk Sports, brought to you by Advanced Leveling Foundation, Myatt Fuels, Mission Golf Cars, and Asco Equipment in
2: Belton. And our friends at SoCal Speed Shop as well. It is uh, 820, 20 minutes after 8. Tom, Ryan, Ward, we're glad you're with us. It's a uh, Wednesday morning. We're... Rocking and rolling and talking sports, talking about Tom Brady and the retirement. That got us talking about left-handed quarterbacks. We'll circle back around to that in just a minute. But right now, we welcome in Stephanie. And it's time for Stephanie to talk sports. She's going to get us up to speed on the, I, I'm assuming, the biggest sports story of the day. Stephanie, what do you got for us?
11: <laughs> Good morning. Well, it's freezing outside, number one. Okay. So, I try to, so i you know, being stuck in the house and going kind of stir crazy. But guess what they have out there? And it's a thing. Ice. Grocery shop racing. Well, yeah, ice is true. But they have grocery shop racing. So you get two teams and you get a grocery cart and you have a list of items and you only have like six, well, a minute. Well, you do a minute or two minutes and you have to go through the grocery store and get these items, and the first team back to the finish line wins.
4: There's a game show on but TV for finished. that. Mm-hmm.
11: Uh huh. But it's a you know what is it called again? I don't know. I think I've seen it. But it's
2: called grocery shopping you know, race. <laughs> I
11: don't know. <laughs> you it's kind of clever, isn't it? But you have to have but you have to have skill, and you. Can, you know, where these items are in the grocery store. Let me tell you a story. like a minute to get it
2: done. Let me tell you a story. This is true. This is a true story yesterday. <laughs> I had a, first of all, my wife says, on your way home, will you stop and get, I think it was detergent. Yes, I will. Is there anything else you need while I'm out? Nope. Don't need anything else. Got home. She goes, hey, I got a list of 10 items I need you to go to the grocery store for. I was just <laughs> there. So I turn around. I go back to the grocery store. There's 10 items. Okay. I needed help. I needed help finding six of those 10 items. I literally had to go to somebody wearing a red shirt and go, help, one of the items. I had to ask them, (laughs) what is this? I had no clue what it was. So
9: shopping, I would would never make
2: the time. My point (laughs) being, I would never make the time on the grocery shopping because you have to, first of all, you got to know what you're looking for. Now, know, if they said go find a cart, yeah, if they said go find a carton of milk, I got that down. I know where milk is, <laughs> and I know what it looks like.
4: <laughs> but some of that other right. stuff, Ugh. So- supermarket but sweep yeah. is the name of the show.
2: There it is. It's on the Food Network, isn't
11: it? Okay, that's it. Yes, it is. But I think it's pretty cool. We should try to enter it. In. I think it'd be kind of fun. But Tom, you can't be on my team, or you need to go and you can go and start like practicing. And have training. You can just go up and down the grocery aisle, so you know where everything is. Okay, and so can
2: Smarty, where would you find the egg noodles? <laughs> <laughs> on the noodle the
11: pasta aisle, area. What? Yeah, on the pasta. In the pasta area. That's correct. On the bottom Yeah. You know, well, actually, it was on the very top, heat heat and that's why I couldn't it. find
2: it. I didn't know what an egg noodle was. <laughs> How do you not know what an egg noodle is? I was going looking for eggs. What is wrong with you? Oh, I don't grocery on. shop. I grocery buy, <laughs> and I go buy stuff that I like. And egg noodles not at the top of that list. Well, there's nothing. The egg you know noodles are the great. I, I got it. I mean, we're going to have it tonight in, uh, our, in our soup. Huh? Are those, are those, I just those, have them by themselves.
3: Are those the noodles that they put in beef stroganoff? Yes. You can. Yeah. yeah, Yeah. you can. Those are yes. really good.
4: But I use. didn't know what it was. I just make them and put butter on them. Ooh, that sounds good. Really? Yeah. Oh, they're great. Butter.
11: That sounds good. Butter and Parmesan cheese—that's the best.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, see, there you go with that but. c word again.
11: <laughs> cheese. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, we should like you know we should start practicing. I think we could all meet together like one day a week. We can take Tom through the grocery store. She knows where everything is, and then I will enter us to win.
2: Sounds good. I'm on it. I think we should do it. Okay, we're, t- we're, yeah, we'll we're it. before be we fun. let you go. We're talking about left-handed quarterbacks. Who would you consider to be the greatest left-handed quarterback you've ever seen? The what quarterback? The greatest left-handed quarterback. Southpaw. Quarterback? Southpaw. Lefty. <laughs> Down under.
11: <laughs> um, Tom Brady?
2: <laughs> That's a great, great. <laughs> no. <laughs> He's right-handed.
11: Left-handed? Yeah. Um, it's not Doc Prescott, I can tell you that. <laughs> um, I don't know. All right. It's not Dak Prescott, but they are talking about Aaron Rodgers. What's he going to do? What's Tom Brady going to do? All Tom right. Brady, Brady retired. Tom
2: Brady retired today. Tom Brady retired
4: this morning.
11: Okay, right. Okay, so he could go coach or he could be a commentator. I think he he's already be a going to Fox
4: to be a commentator. He's getting six hundred gazillion dollars.
11: Huh? Do what? Six hundred gazillion dollars. He is. For him. <laughs> yeah. He's getting a lot of no, money. I don't know. He what? He's
3: getting he a
9: lot,
2: lot of money. Of money. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Are are the phone yeah. lines frozen up where you live too? That was froze.
11: <laughs> yeah, I'm out in the country and everything's breaking up. I'm hearing like half a You are off not face.
2: out in the country. You are in the city limits.
11: <laughs> animals and trees. I'm in the country.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you where I live, there's anyway, animals too. <laughs> all right hey have a great day all right see you later enjoy your vacation all right have a good day (laughs) all of our all of our workers are on vacation today Mm. another another vacation day (laughs) so she said tom brady that's not correct no
4: that's that's not correct would you like to know a list of the top 10
2: i would like to know yeah we were talking about steve young we were talking about uh there yeah we were talking about uh Kenny Stabler uh and uh, Boomer Esiason top 10 left-handed quarterbacks according
4: let's to this uh let's hear them. clutch points is where i found that oh, yeah. so it could be somewhere else dude number 1 mm-hmm. you want to go 10 to 1 or 1 to 10 10
2: to 1 all
4: right let's back up yes number 10 on this list Bobby Douglas don't know him One of the first left-handed dual-threat quarterbacks, Douglas, was he could play uh, the runner or drop-back passer drafted by the Chicago Bears in 1969. He was a starter for the team multiple years in the NFL. Uh, uh, However, his best year came in 1972 with 1,276 yards and 17 touchdowns and rushed for 968 yards. That's a lot of yards. Yes, it is. Back then. In
2: 1972, I should know him, but I don't. Number nine, mm-hmm. Frankie
4: Albert. He has the honor of being the first quarterback to play in the NFL as a left-handed quarterback. When he was drafted by the Bears in 1942, uh, he was projected to be the starter of the team. However, he pulled out of the league because of World War II.
2: Just what Ryan was talking about earlier. Number eight, okay,
4: Tim Tebow. There you go. We all know his story. Mm-hmm. Number seven, Tua Tonga
2: Valoa. Holy wow. moly! How did we miss that one? Yep. Wow. What's his stat? Hang on a second. What's his status, by the way? I. That's a great question. That's a great question. I, I don't know if he's I, back. Well, and you know what? Even if he's cleared, I think he needs to do some soul searching. If mm-hmm. you know, he's got a lot. Do you want to? Uh, anyway, I, I. I. He's had some issues. Yeah, and no he, doubt. Yeah, and I just think that he needs to think that one through. All right, number six, mm-hmm. Scott Mitchell. Name sounds familiar. Uh,
4: he was no elite starting quarterback. Howard is a perfect journeyman who had himself a few nice seasons as a starter. Originally taken by the Dolphins in 1991, he would play for four different NFL teams. One of his best seasons, his 11-year career. When he played for the Detroit Lions in 95, 16 games, he threw for 4,338 yards, 32 touchdowns, and only 12 interceptions. He accumulated over 15,000 yards and 106 touchdowns in his NFL career. While he wasn't a starter, he had some solid seasons with Detroit.
5: Hmm.
4: Number five, we mentioned him earlier, Mark Brunel. Okay. Uh, Jacksonville, right? Well, he was in the league before Jacksonville, but he made a name for himself with the expansion of the Jaguars. Uh, and that's that's where everybody remembers him from. Okay. Number four, mm-hmm. Michael Vick. Ah. Uh, number four quarterback. Number three, Boomer. Okay. Number two, the snake, Kenny Stabler.
2: And your number one left hand quarterback,
5: Steve, Steve Young. Young.
2: Stabler and Young both have Super Bowl rings to uh to go on that,
4: that list. Mm-hmm. Dave well, you Young go. threw for eleven thousand four hundred fifty-seven yards and eighty-nine touchdowns. Holy Russ for one thousand two hundred thirty-seven yards and thirteen touchdowns. Won three Super Bowls.
2: How about that? Will there ever be another lefty win four?
4: Win four Super Bowls? Yeah, he's won three. Or- I I don't I don't see a team in today's NFL winning four Super Bowls in a, in in a quarterback good career. point. Good point. Today's NFL just doesn't do that. Nope.
2: Build it, tear it down, build it again. Yeah. That's the process. Free agency. Ask Philadelphia.
4: That. Well, free agency ruined it.
2: Yeah. Well, that's exactly what the Eagles just, just did. They built it. They won it. They tore it down, and they have rebuilt it again. So, here's my question. And seriously, you would know this. You coached. It, there has to be some differences in. But how different is it when you have a left-handed quarterback compared to a right-handed quarterback? Obviously, your tackles have to switch because he's protecting the blind side. That, that's the big thing. What else is
4: different? Well, d- d- depending on what offense you run, if you run a in the NFL, it's it's going to be a little bit different because mostly you're drop back pass, and now they've entered some QB runs into it and mm-hmm. some read options into the game. Yeah, there's some. But RPOs. your read your read option is going to be. To the other side because he's naturally more comfortable doing that. If Oops. you're an option, if you're an option team in in college football or high school football, well, if you have a left-handed quarterback, you're probably going to go to the left more because he's going to make that pitch with his left hand better than he's going to make that pitch with his right hand running the option. So there's a couple of different attributes in that. Also, you you've got to train your receivers on how to catch a ball coming out of a left hander. Versus a right-hander because it spins out differently and it comes at you differently. So, you you have to learn how to catch that football differently. D- and there's it- going to be different routes that you can run that are more comparable for a left-handed quarterback than are for a right-handed quarterback.
2: Because of the spin, do you see it differently? Yeah, absolutely. Huh. Well, there you go. Interesting. Interesting. So, there's your uh, there's your list, your top ten quarterbacks uh, that are that are Southpaws, but that's kind of a cool thing. I don't know how we got there, but we did. Uh that's 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 why I like doing these these things. I mean, we're not here doing hardcore well, if something falls in our lap, we do hardcore sports news, but you know, it's more about sports talk and conversation and people's opinions, and here we go. This is this is from the uh CNC Collision Center text line. Stephanie has <laughs> yeah i'm gonna read it what the heck (laughs) stephanie has left-handed cigarettes (laughs) oh my god wow (laughs) that's a punch oh Oh, boy i started to skip that one but no heck no uh and jared says to a so yeah that's a and again man he he really does and, and i don't care what the medical staff say the medical staff's not him he knows and Look, he's got years and years and years way beyond football, and w- we all know what the research research has shown with people who have multiple uh, concussions. That you know, basically
4: it, as close together as his were. Yeah, it, but, even yeah. if he was over the first one, I yeah. don't know. Yeah, I mean that's I I don't I don't think the Dolphins did him any service at all. So it's, I I think that's a that's a huge personal decision that he's
2: going to have to make and it's nobody's business but his and his families mm-hmm. I mean I agree with you I totally agree with you i I don't know man i mean again you 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 you've seen some of the reports from some of these players that have had multiple uh head injuries concussions and you know and just where they are physically and mentally after playing uh in in having you know multiple concussions and things like that so I don't know. I think he's got something to think about. And, look, I, I know what he is. He's a competitor. And so that's a tough decision. I think clearly Tom Brady, if you just joined us, Tom Brady announced this morning that he is retiring from the NFL. And you say, well, why was he playing in his mid-40s? Because he's a competitor. He, he had to drive it. and he could. Absolutely. He loves it. He competes. He loves the, you know – he loves the competition. He loves the camaraderie with his, with his teammates. He loves the competition with, his, with the opponents. He thanked them this morning. Uh, he loves the, the interaction with, with the coaches. He is a competitor. Competitors compete, and it's hard to walk away. I wonder if he'll be on the Fox broadcast for the Super Bowl now. Holy moly, great question. You know what? He may not be in the booth. But I guarantee you, he's probably going to be a part of that. I think he will. You think he'll be in the booth? I think no. I don't think. No, he'll I think he'll be on the broadcast. I absolutely will be on the broadcast. I bet you, because that will be an outstanding way to introduce him to uh, what's going on with with that Fox deal. So yeah, I mean, plus you got what eighty three hours of pregame. I mean, it starts yeah. it starts on Wednesday. Hey, welcome to the stadium. For me, honestly, the, the pregame is too long. Now, I, I know what they're doing. They're selling commercials. I, I wish it.
4: I was going to be there for the whole week. It's outstanding. Good week. Oh, unbelievable week. Unbelievable week.
2: Nothing better than Radio Row. It, has, that, has that come back after COVID? Yes. Yeah. Because I know it was, it was gone during, during...
4: During COVID, it was very dicey. But yeah. last
2: year, it was good. So... All right, uh, 8.36, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. We're coming right back with more of the program in just a moment. Love to hear from you on the CNC Collision Center text line. Uh, is Do you have a, a favorite left-handed quarterback? We gave you the list. Maybe your list is a little different. Let us know who you think is the best left-handed My quarterback. My favorite is Stabler. Well, and you know what? It's a great one. I mean, we got to watch – table of play, and man he you know he's throwing a cliff branch and bulletetinnikoff, and you don't know who these guys are, but i I've heard of Fred Bolatinnikoff okay uh and I'm telling you they were good mm-hmm. they were really really good uh we, I got a friend uh who um who was a works for the a sporting goods company here in town name is Spanky that's his name, but he was a trainer in the uh, the the original USFL and uh also with the Houston Oilers and uh became friends with Kenny Stabler. And just talked about what a great person he was, great guy he was and always taking care of uh you know the you know the guys, the the training staff and the and the managers and all that kind of stuff. So uh he he uh he speaks very highly of Kenny Stabler. But man, uh, you know, Kenny could play the guitar and all that kind of stuff. But he really was A uh, a terrific player. It is uh, 8.37. This is Game Time on ESPN Central Texas. Matt Mosley,
1: weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Porter Mosier in
6: one of the tightest golf shirts in the conference. Man loves a good tight golf shirt. I mean, guys like John Morris and I that are kind of built a certain way. Aaron, you used to be built like us. You lost all that weight. John and I, we're normal looking guys, and we like a good XL golf shirt. Porter Mosier is a man in his 50s who has decided to show everybody every aspect.
1: The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas.
8: How pain turned an avid outdoorsman into a frustrated indoorsman. Meet Ron.
10: I was always active. no knee pain and after my second step i went into my good feet dance
8: today he's grateful to be back in the great outdoors i feel like a new person
10: thanks to the good feet store
8: see for yourself how arch supports can help you stop by for your free fitting or schedule one at goodfeet.com.
1: stop by the good feet store in the central marketplace in waco and now in temple Game time. Weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas.
4: Attention farmers and ranchers. You want that person to person service with someone you know and trust to get your animal supplies to you and take the worry out cost effectively. That's where Agritech Animal Health with Chad Spitzer and his staff are all about. People you know and trust with over 100 years of combined experience in the animal health industry. From the heart of Texas to the Red River, they are there to service you with that personal feel and products you know and trust. Stop by and see Ashley at their market location or give them a call to set you up and keep your animals in the game. At 2-5 Four eight eight three five five zero zero. It's AgriTech Animal Health.
1: ESPN Radio Sports Center.
12: I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas sports update. The 2023 Big 12 football schedule has been released with 14 teams playing. Baylor will not play new member BYU or Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. The Bears will have eight home games, including Texas, to start conference play on September the 23rd. The Houston Texans have hired 49ers defensive coordinator Demeco Ryans as their new head coach. Ryans played linebacker for Houston for sixth season and still holds the franchise record for career tackles. Former Saints head coach Sean Payton is the new head coach of the Denver Broncos. Denver gave New Orleans a first and second round draft pick in order to sign Payton. There's basketball at the Farrell Center tonight as the Baylor Women host Kansas. Baylor won the first meeting by 13. Tip off is at 7 o'clock, and you can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas.
1: Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios.
2: All right, 8:41, this is Game Time. Tom Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us as we uh, talk sports again. The uh, big story of the day is the announcement that happened this morning. Can we get to that again? Uh, for oh, those the audio, who, yes. Yeah, the, for yes. those who may have missed it, uh, Tom Brady stepping aside and um, he's going to pull the plug. And he is—he's uh, for the second year he is going to retire and uh, and end the professional football career.
15: Good morning, guys. Uh, I'll get to the point. my friends, my teammates, my competitors. Uh, I could go on forever. There's too many. Um, thank you guys for allowing me to live my absolute dream. I wouldn't change a thing. Love you all.
2: Tom Brady uh, announcing the retirement this morning. Again, sitting on the beach and just doing a little, uh, doing a little video and posted it to Twitter. So there you go. He's for the second consecutive year has decided to step aside, which leads me to my next question. Ward White, Mm -hmm. what's the status or when will we learn the status or do we even care anymore of the status of Aaron Rodgers? Is he a Green Bay Packer next year? No, I don't think so. Do you,
3: Ryan? You think he's a Packer? See, that's what we thought last time this all happened, but. Yeah, I don't think he returns to Green Bay next year either. Do you? I
2: don't know. It's I so mean, hard to tell. I, I don't know. Uh, he's. I was going to say he's for sure going to play, but there's there's no guarantees about anything anymore. Oh, I, I think Aaron Rodgers plays. So do I. But I don't know that it's guaranteed. But uh, I, I would
4: not be surprised if Aaron Rodgers was in New York. A jet, mm-hmm. not a giant.
2: A jet. A jet. Yeah, with,
3: I, with Nathaniel Hackett. Yeah.
2: Well, that's that's his that's his buddy. That's mm-hmm. his play caller. Yeah. Uh that's what the
3: Broncos try to
2: do. Well, we were talking earlier about about Tom Brady. What NFL team is is maybe a QB away from winning the championship? And uh, would Aaron Rodgers be the fit in New York with the Jets and how well the Jets particularly played down the stretch? They did. I just. I I don't
4: know if their defense is quite there yet or not. I I think they're really, really close. But I don't know that they're an Aaron Rodgers away from being in the
2: Super Bowl. Could be. I guess the question that Packer fans are probably asking is, now what? What what do we got to do this year to get him back in the fold, to remain a Green Bay Packer and finish his career as a Green Bay Packer? You know, or does he just want a change of scenery? I think a lot of us thought I, that last year. Didn't I think we? he
4: wants an opportunity to win a Super Bowl, and I think the Jets give him a better opportunity to win the Super Bowl. Give him a better opportunity than the Green Bay Packers.
2: Wow, that's a. And you may be right, but what a stop and think about that sentence. The sentence is: the Jets give Aaron Rodgers a better opportunity to win a Super Bowl than the Green Bay Packers. Mm-hmm. Holy. The Green Bay Packers have done him no favors. He didn't have any receivers. There you go.
4: Or a running game. Somewhat of a running game every now and then, but not a consistent running
2: game. Now, I'll say this, and I think you'll agree, those young wide receivers got better as the season went along. Of course, they didn't have any place to go. I mean, early in the year, that was a very pedestrian offense, to say the least. Mm -hmm. So, but, man, I just hope, oh, boy. I just hope this thing doesn't go into April, and you know, get this thing done, whatever it looks like, Green Bay, whatever it looks like, Aaron Rodgers, get it done. That's no, not going to happen. Don't drag us through this again. I mean, this morning, driving to work, the conversation was Aaron Rodgers and returning. Look, I the only reason we're talking about it now. Is because of the Tom Brady situation, because the top two stories last year and this year, I think, I think you both would agree is Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady. They, The sentence was almost, you know, they were almost connected at the hip of what's Aaron Rodgers going to do? What's Tom Brady going to do? And now we know what Tom Brady's going to do. So now we're going to find out what Aaron Rodgers is going to do. Is Green Bay equipped to move on without him? They got the quarterback, don't they? That they want, that needs to get snaps eventually. Well, I mean, they got the quarterback they think they want. Right. Good he's, point.
4: He's not. He's not proven anything yet.
2: But the but the, the guys you draft never have. I mean, you got to get out and, and and get live snaps and and play. But could that how long is this kid going to sit and watch how long would you as long ex- as Aaron
4: Rodgers is there
2: how long well, you know but does you know at some point doesn't he get an opportunity to move on if he so chooses after that this first deal um isn't he a free agent in in a couple a, a year maybe
4: I, I don't know i don't know where they how they structured his contract
2: those rookie deals are always interesting mm mm-hmm. mhm but I mean he's he's sitting there and into that used to be the way you did it. But you came in and you learned you the, held a the, clipboard the but bad not thing today.
4: Ab- but, but the bad thing about it is for him nobody's going to go give him a free agent contract.
2: He's unproven. You're rolling the dice. You absolutely are you're looking at college tape from a few years ago and you're, you're making a determination on whether he can play or not yeah his best case scenario is stay put stay put
4: and see what happens after that so unless he's, he's in the league to be a backup quarterback from here to eternity oh. and there is guys that have made tons of money doing that and are well equipped to do that well
2: you just saw one Sunday ten year vet that had to go take snaps uh, in a conference championship game, and he drops a shotgun snap. Mm-hmm. But he's a 10-year vet, you know, that that traveled. All right, uh, just, just some thoughts, random thoughts I might add, because we weren't prepared for Aaron Rodgers' conversation, but, uh, you know, there you go. 8.49, we're back with the final word in just a moment.
7: Scott Drew and the Bears all season long here on ESPN Central Texas. The
0: Bears back in action Saturday in the Farrell Center hosting Texas Tech 11:30 a.m. for the countdown to tip off. High noon tip off Saturday.
7: Baylor Bear Basketball with Pat Nunley and the voice of the Bears John Morris right here on the flagship station for Baylor Basketball, ESPN Central Texas.
9: Do you have pain or sports injuries that are keeping you on the sidelines? Start a conversation with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group, Providence Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Tell us about your activities and your history of pain or a recent injury so together we can create the best care plan for you. We are here with minimally invasive to advanced surgery options, as well as physical therapy, and we treat both kids and adults. Schedule with our specialists today at ascension.org slash Texas Ortho.
1: matt mosley weekdays at 4 p.m on espn central texas
9: do you know that this time of year blood donations are at their lowest but there's good news you can help in just one hour you can donate blood with carter blood care for local hospital patients who need life-saving transfusions so do what i do take a break donate blood and save lives Schedule your appointment today at carterbloodcare.org. That's carterbloodcare.org or call 800-366-2834 for more info and help save a life with Carter Bloodcare.
1: ESPN Radio Sports Center.
12: I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas sports update. The 2023 Big 12 football schedule has been released with 14 teams playing. Baylor will not play new member BYU or Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. The Bears will have eight home games, including Texas, to start conference play on September the 23rd. The Houston Texans have hired 49ers defensive coordinator Demeco Ryans as their new head coach. Ryans played linebacker for Houston for sixth season and still holds the franchise record for career tackles. Former Saints head coach Sean Payton is the new head coach of the Denver Broncos. Denver gave New Orleans a first and second round draft pick in order to sign Payton. There's basketball at the Farrell Center tonight as the Baylor women host Kansas. Baylor won the first meeting by 13. Tip-off is at seven o'clock, and you can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas
1: Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Time for the Grand bag on game time.
2: All right, eight fifty-three. We, we were talking about Jordan Love a minute ago. With the Green Bay Packers, what does Aaron Rodgers do? Jordan Love signed – he he signed his rookie deal, four-year contract worth a little over $12 million. Uh, half of that guaranteed, by the way. And he has played in a grand total of 10 games. He is uh, – he was 21 – he completed 14 passes out of 21 attempts in 2022, and he completed 36 passes out of 62 attempts in 2021. So he has – he has thrown. Uh, he has played in ten games. He has played in ten games, and he has completed fifty passes out of uh, eighty-three opportunities in his NFL career. So uh, that's uh, that's Jordan Love's numbers. But uh, he's waiting in the wings, waiting for Aaron Rodgers to uh, to make a decision. All right. Uh, big story of the day, I guess, is still the uh, the Tom Brady departure. So uh, Tom Brady announcing his retirement. And now we wait on Aaron Rodgers. Uh, just quickly around the horn, do you like the hire in Houston, and do you like the hire in Denver? Houston, will have to wait and see. Denver, yes.
3: I, th- I think both hires are pretty good. I think it's a good start for Houston. I think D'Amico Rhines is a brilliant defensive coach. We'll just have to see what offensive staff
2: he brings in. Yeah. Uh, I, I, th- I think if you if you begin with defense. Yeah. Then, then you went and got a good guy. And I liked his demeanor on the sideline. Absolutely. I mean, he when things went well, you didn't know. I mean, he just was pretty even killed on that sideline. Plus, he's a Texan. He played six years there. So he kind of gets the culture there. And if he likes it, he keeps it. If he doesn't, he'll try to change it. Let's see what happens.
3: Yeah, I'm, I'm excited
2: for them. I think that's a good hire. But it is the Houston Texans, as Ward pointed out. So yeah. we'll see. Uh, the NFL in the state of Texas. It's interesting. Hey, we got to go. John's uh, here at 3 and Matt's here at 4. And we are back, weather permitting, <laughs> at 7 o'clock tomorrow morning. For Ward and Ryan, I'm Tom. Thanks for listening. See you tomorrow.